You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows, all you need is a door. Searching for something Put a smile back on your face Just remembering unusual times It can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Hey, Jessica. Welcome to our podcast. It's going to be great because it's a sun, sunshiny day. <laughs> yeah. I'm that's, really hoping that you also wrote a song for our guest here that's coming on the podcast. Because if not, I'm going to have to come up with something on the fly. And it's not going to be great. <laughs> Chappelle, why did you not come earlier than season four, episode five since? No, I, it's a fine. I don't really want to sing anymore. Do I have to? <laughs> no, but Chappelle's I, here. Hi, Chappelle. Hi. Yeah, that was great. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> it was is really bad. Yeah, it was it which was leads, it was bad. It was it was bad. Which which leads me to my theory. Okay. What's your theory? Um this is my hypothesis. As you know, I'm a scientist. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, like we're this is like our first time back podcasting in like a week, right, Jess? It's been a while. It's been a little bit. Yeah. It's been a little bit. Uh so many things have changed. You came back from a vacation. How mm-hmm. was your vacation? It was good. It was great. I had time off. It was wonderful. Now I'm back. It's not so wonderful. <laughs> But yeah, enjoy being home. Yeah. It's just the responsibilities that come with being home aren't my favorite. Yeah. Now, I did not talk about this on Boy Meets World. I talked about it on Dawson's Creek. Not because I don't like you guys, like, 
like like less it's just the facts of life of what happened but i uh during while jessica was vacationing i had a uh, a little surgery and a little, uh, a little surgery where they removed um, parathyroids uh, two out of four and uh, my theory is that every single like fun like my parathyroids on my left side and like specifically the adenoma that was attached to them was my funny bone. So if I'm not oh, funny it's anymore, moved. it's gone. Oh. So that's my excuse if I'm not funny anymore, which is a possibility. Make no mistake. I, if I was listening to this, I'd be dying laughing right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was my it's they're gone. So like if All I'm not funny or like if I sing out of tune, I'm oh, you were fully in tune before oh, the surgery is yeah, what I'm understanding course. by this. I was like Adele. You were an opera singer. Yeah, I much. was Adele before the surgery. Now I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm fine. She survived. Yeah, she's thriving. Your voice doesn't sound any different. I know that was a Are major you, concern. And oh, it yeah, sounds Chappelle, the same. do you think my voice sounds different? It do, No, no, it doesn't sound any different. <laughs> it, does, it, does. it does. It's amazing. She did say, she did say, the surgeon was like, they were awfully close to your vocal cords. So we had, they were sitting right on top of your vocal cords. So I had oh to be God. extra careful. Well, you, I would have died if you came onto this podcast and all of a sudden you didn't have a Jersey accent and it was because they removed your parathyroids. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I still don't think I have a Jersey oh, accent. Oh, you do. But, but only with certain things. Accent. Sure. Okay. But let's, let's welcome our guests properly. Yes. Chappelle, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. This is this is my episode. Like this, this is, is the one. my episode. Do y'all remember? It was in your writer. Right. When y'all first told me like, oh, we're doing this podcast. I was like, this is the episode I have to come on or else. Like I won't ever talk about Boy Meets World again out loud <laughs> if I don't get to come on this podcast and talk about this particular episode. Um, because it's it's amazing. This is the best episode of the entire series. This is everything. This is the one that made me. <laughs> yeah, some people like the spooky one. No, Chappelle is like, give me the singing. Give me all the singing. <laughs> yes. He's a loser freak, loser freak. I was like, yes, Morgan, yes. <laughs> See, now we're going we're gonna to have to find out from the listeners whether they prefer loser freak or shallow. Because shallow is like, honestly, a bop. Yeah, but Loser Freak is iconic. Like I, I, I thought I was the only one who knew Loser Freak. Still, you know, like you know, oh, you no, watch something it, when yeah. you're younger, and I know y'all were talking. Y'all talked about season four a couple times, and like uh, some of the past things that are so iconic, the songs that they have. I think what what was it, Eric's song uh, in the in the oh yeah, episode. the good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, and then even like over there, over there, like those that's those stuff. Yeah. That stuff's I- iconic, kinda. But Loser Freak. Like, I was singing that song, like, 20 years later, and nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. I was like, but he's a maladjusted loser freak. He's a maladjusted woman-hating loser freak. Like, why Why haven't y'all heard this song? Y'all didn't get the EP? Like, My one complaint is that we never got to see Corinna, like, sing Loser Freak. Yeah. Only Morgan. Yeah. And Morgan yeah. made it up. Yeah. She sang that oh, song. Oh, yeah, no. Maybe oh, yeah, like, no. Mor- guys, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, Morgan. Yes. <laughs> Morgan is probably a better singer than Corinna like that oh without that's a not doubt. even a question and Morgan oh, she's like what pipes. like 10 or something I don't even yeah. know how old she's supposed to be at this point but like man she can sing it and it's like if that's the one scene she gets like by all means Morgan yeah live it, it up 
And the cool thing is that that's a made up song. So more again, the 10 year old was just singing this melody. Like, I don't know if the producers or yeah. the director gave her like, this is what we want you to sound like. But she didn't have like a source material to go off of. She just like walked mm-hmm. in the house and just started belting out this amazing song that should be my ringtone. And like, I should bring <laughs> back ringtones just for that. You know, um, it's perfect. This episode, this season, season four, this is the best season. It's I so think. good. Yeah. It really is this, the best season. We're five episodes in, Sarah, and I'm very confident in saying that this will be my favorite season of the first four. Who knows beyond that? But like of the first four, this will be my favorite season. I without a doubt. It. Yeah. Without a doubt, season four is the, it's already like the best season that we've covered the, uh, thus far. And I think it's going to be hard to top it in future seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Five, six, and seven. I I think that there's going to be some good ones in five. Um, Yeah, I believe that. It's just one of those things where it's like, we've had five very strong episodes already. So it's like, damn, like where can we even go from here, you know? Um, But let's let's get into it. We're talking Shallow Boy. And this is a thing. The the title of this episode is also very good because you Mm. remember what it is by the title. Instantly. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, there, there's no. I ain't going to spray lettuce no more. What is that <laughs> nonsense? I'm still upset about that title. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's a lot of characters. It uses up a lot of my Twitter characters. <laughs> Don't love that. So I do have a theory about why season four for me is the best one. I Ooh, think yes. this is when they decide that they're going to go all in on the love story. And then, like, because last season is when they make it official, you know, and then they break up and then they act like they didn't break up, but they got back together. It's really yeah. weird. But, like, this is where I think they say, okay, we're in this for the long haul. Because even in this episode, we'll start talking about Topinga thinking about the future and what that's going to look like. And so I think this is where we start getting the fully fledged out characters. Because I think before this, it was just like, you know, like a goofy kid show with some, like, you know, some meaning behind a couple of the episodes. But there was really no storyline that was going to push them through to anything. They were just mm-hmm. in school. But now it's like, okay, what are Corey and Topanga going to be? You know, he's reading parenting books in this in this episode, you know. and uh, we get Wild. Out. Thinking about getting married and having kids. Like, At 16. Wh- what? <laughs> exactly. And so I think that's why we start getting so much more of this. We get, you know, Sean's backstory with, you know, uh, Verna and... um. I can't mm-hmm. think of uh, Chet. Chet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we get some of that. We get, you know, like Eric trying to find himself. We get Alan finding himself at the outdoor shop. So I think this is kind of just where we start setting up there. Like the producers probably sat down and said, okay, we're doing this all the way through college. Like this is when it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also has this episode in particular, I feel it has such a different tone from um, and we've been we've been seeing this a lot this season, but it feels different, like especially this episode, Eric's comedy, especially mm-hmm. it just feels like he fully like leaned into um, the likable, the most likable Eric. Um, I, I, I really like it. So um, let's start off. Um, a mysterious girl in a hat is singing like a sunshine song and in front the of the shop. And the just for me and I feel good. Who allowed <laughs> these solicitors in front of the establishment, the um, the the hunting store establishment the are they, call, are they called is panhandling is that specifically singers or is that when you're just holding out a pan for money yeah i think panhandling okay. is just standing there begging like i think oh, okay. like you know street performers if you street will street performer that's yeah. what it is yeah 
Yeah, she like wears a hat so you can't quite see her face. Uh, Eric accidentally drops a 20 in there and Alan is like, please kick her out of here. She's scaring all the customers away with her kindness. Yeah. <laughs> Alan would rather have the smelly old guy who spits on people in front of the building than the woman singing the happy songs. And that just seems mm-hmm. odd to me. I know. I think at least she's like singing friendly songs. She's like a diet Phoebe Buffet, if you will, yeah. you know. If you spit on me, I'm going to jail. <laughs> Like I just don't, I just don't know how. Else especially to say it. now, right? Yeah, especially now. That's yeah. a war, that's a war crime. Like stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like you know, at least it has like campfire vibes, right? Like at yeah. least where it's like, it's it's almost like you're going camping at the camping store. Yeah. So uh, she tries. Yeah. Um, Can you feel it? Can you feel it? It's warm. It's warm. <laughs> warm i just love her like her voice kills me she's like feel the warmth um and uh, and so yeah so uh eric goes outside to get her away and of course she smiled at him and he paid her like all of his money um and so alan has the bright idea to send eric to lunch with her like i don't think going on a date with her is gonna fix your problem alan unless like you want to just get rid of your son and her at the same time like that makes sense you're like eric you're actually not helping out the business go take her to lunch and i'll run everything I think that he's just desperate for Eric to actually go on a date because after the I don't want to date townies disaster from a few episodes, he's just like, please, Eric, like, go somewhere. Do Mm -hmm. something. Yeah, he's probably killing two birds with one stone. Like, get Eric out of it. Because, you know, Alan doesn't really need Eric to, you know, but he he uses his uh, assistance. But he's like, yeah, get her out of here. You also get a date. So, you know, it's appealing to Eric because we know that's all he cares about. Girl, girl, right there. Girl, you know, remember that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it was like him just getting him out of the way, but also kind of handling this, you know, and helping Eric scratch that itch. Um, But, I mean, Eric could not have known what he was in for, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, and then we get the uh, the other like storyline B, but I think they're kind of equally weighted actually in this episode. It doesn't feel like as much like there's like a proper plot line and like a side plot line. It's mm-hmm. kind of like equal in my opinion. Um, and we're in Feeney's classroom, which is very rare these days that we actually see them in Feeney's class. And they're talking like about this is the last presidential election where you can't vote. So what is the issue that most consumes your life? And to me, this was a bit of like a stretch to have this be like the connecting moral of the story to like to think of babysitting. She's like, it's all about the family. It's all about the American family. Crime and the decline of education starts at home. Um, And of course, Sean is very offended (laughs) by all this. I just feel like Topanga's main issue would probably be environment. That's what I thought. She's a hippie. Like, her parents are hippies. Like, her main thing would be global warming or, you know what Climate I mean? Climate control. Climate control, recycling. Right in the 90s, I feel like recycling was... Pollution. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's more Topanga's vibe. Yeah. But apparently, she's very pressed and stressed about the family uh the breakdown of the american family coming from um a two-parent household um so. yeah this is odd um because the topanga we know she would like have spoken up about maybe women's rights or something in this moment right yes, we've seen her yes. being like very pro like movement and this is just like her kind of so my theory is that she's you know 
she's going through some puberty here. You know, I think this is her <laughs> changing. I think this and is she's like me and Corey are going to get married and have lots uh-huh. of little babies. And then and, and then in the next about. second, she's like, and you're not going to be a good dad. It's like, OK, Topanga, like, calm down. <laughs> you know, like you're 16. We get it. You know, but yeah. like, remember before this, she's like, I got to cut my hair. And then I cut my hair. Oh, my God. Like, you get a lot of Topanga. She's going like, through stuff. Yeah, her back and forth is uh, like throughout the entire season, and I think that's what it's about. I think it's just like because when yeah. um, like because they're all going through puberty, right? And so like we know those moments where Corey's a, like a whiny brat, and you're like, why are you acting like this? It's like, oh, because he's 16. And so I think yeah. this is Topanga, just kind of like you know she's growing up. She's yeah, she's going out. through it. She's having a tough time. Mm-hmm. Um, when we find out they were supposed to go out tonight. Um, and so Corey's now like, we're not going out. Me and you, Sean, we're going to have a boys night. The boys together again to babysitting. And Sean, he's like a very good friend. Instead of like wanting to spend time with his friend, he's like, um, your girlfriend is going to be alone in a stranger's house. Like, with go the there. Yeah, with a couch. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, don't mm-hmm. hang out with me. Go, go hang out and like. Be on the comfy couch. You'd yeah. be dangerous, Corey. Lock up your daughters. The hormones will be flying tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure. Yeah. Pressure. I Like, Corey can't even get to second base with Topanga. Like, where do they think this is going? Yeah. it's And, like, of course, what later when Corey walks in, everyone's like, oh, Corey, that cute little nice boy down the street. He can't harm a fly. He he doesn't have sex with anybody. No, never. He's not dangerous. Um, he thought he was dangerous and he just is not, you know. Yeah. Nope. He's um what do they call him earlier? Like Jello. I can't remember what he calls himself. He calls yeah. himself like something very like a oh, it's a it's a monkey, sea monkey. That's what he is. Yeah. He's a sea monkey. Um so we're back at Chubby's and Corinna is just singing everything. Like she can't and like honestly, this is kind of me sometimes, but not in like the cutesy way she does it. I just like you know, you just make up songs as you do things. Is this like a white girl thing? <laughs> I, no, I think this is a person thing. I do. Because, like, you'll, you'll hear people singing, and it is it, it is kind of like, oh, I see people doing that. But when people do it, I am the person who is annoyed. Like, I'm the person in the other booth like, oh, my God, please let it go. <laughs> it, I don't do it in public, to be fair. It's, okay. like, only in my home. Yeah. I'm, and then like, and don't be wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. I would be upset if you were really good or really bad. Like, because if you're really good, <laughs> I'm jealous that like you could just sit over there and belt mm-hmm. out because if I could sing, oh, I'd be unbearable. Like I'm already a lot. But if I could sing, I'd just be like wandering the grocery store singing Adele, like to the like, to- mm-hmm. like belting these songs, you know, and or like Morgan, how she's just walking around with this song she just made up, you know, yeah. <laughs> like just that's how I would be. And since I don't have that skill, I can hate on the people who do. But also, if it's really bad, then it's annoying. So, you know, I get it. Yeah, that's completely fair. Jessica's thinking, like, how many songs can I sing to Winston, my dog? Like, Honestly, in a, yes. Yeah. And not only that, but it's like, I'll adapt every song to include his name. It doesn't matter the song. Like, earlier, um, I said, uh, okay, so, you know, uh, what's, what's like, Boots with the Fur? You know that song? Yeah. Um, yeah. Low, and- low right now. Yeah, and apple he had like bottom jeans. Yeah, apple bottom jeans. He had like the goopies in his eye, and so I said goops with the. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, no, is that that's white a white girl, girl thing? Things. Yeah, that's the white yeah. girl thing, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. And that is okay. Yeah. <laughs> the farthest I go is like I like hold <laughs> Oliver in my arms and I sing him Rockabye Baby because <laughs> I want him to go to Chappelle's sleep in my like, arms. These women. And 
I've missed y'all. I've missed y'all so much. It's been a while. <laughs> no, yeah, this is, this is pathetic. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> save us, please. No, it's fine. Look, we didn't even talk about our 90s nightcap. Look how far y'all have gotten away from the oh, source material. Yes, like, we need to get back to the source material because I'm not, drinking. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. No, like, go ahead, Jessica. I was going to say, in honor of Chappelle being on, so Will bought Snoop Dogg wine, like, I'm not kidding, like two months ago. And I said, okay, but we can't drink it until Chappelle's on the podcast. So and I made him you've wait. Been saving it? We've been saving it. It's yes. called 19 Crimes Cali Rose. Yes. It's actually really delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like more sweet, which I really like. And it has 10.5% of alcohol, which I also really like. So. Right. And y'all can't see this because y'all are listening to the podcast, but that bottle is empty. And Jess has just been taking it to the head. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I shared it with my husband. It wasn't sure. just me, although I have drank a lot of it already. But it's really good and I needed it. It was a long day. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a long day. But anyway, go ahead, Sarah. Why haven't we talked about 90s nightcaps lately? Um, well, Chappelle, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Crown Royal and Ooh. water. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. You know. That's a, that, we know that. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, like, I I feel like it's like, um like, 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 I feel ashamed, but I've been doing Dry October. Ooh. Because. Well, am because I ashamed of doing Dry October? I would. I mean, Be- I mean, let her finish. <laughs> Be- uh, because, no, it's like because of my surgery. So, mm. like, I've been doing Dry October this month. And also, like, I don't know, because I wanted to, like, like, I don't know. I've been working on my green smoothies, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about that. Mm-hmm. So, I, ha- I haven't drank um, in almost a month. Oh. So, well... I'm considering November too, but um, oh. I'm not quite sure. I'm not. I'm not. So that's 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 why the '90s nightcap is like a little. Sleep well, right and we now. don't always do it because here's the thing, people. Like a lot of the times, we're pretty basic and we drink like the same things a lot. So it's like, mm. Sarah, what are you drinking? A spritzer, or <laughs> yeah. or what's the other one that that other one you got you really liked with the tequila in it. Um, oh yeah, the cut water. Yes, and I the cut had, water was so good. What I should say is, I should just say all the beverages I had on my vacation because if there's something I love about vacation, it is drinks and beverages, man. Mm-hmm. Like, give me all the local cuisines. Yeah, give me a fancy bev. I had something called the Skinny Bitch on vacation, okay. and it literally it had this like ice cube that was it's like a fake ice cube, um, but it's electronic, and you. There's spun sugar on the top of the glass, and mm-hmm. they pour the beverage over the spun sugar so it melts. And this this little ice cube, when it like feels liquid or something, it lights up and it changes colors. The yes. coolest beverage I've ever had. I couldn't tell you what was in it because I didn't care. It was very remember, cool. Remember when we talked about the sweet bitch wine on uh, the nineties? Yes, yes. We've, been try- yeah. we've been trying to find it. We gotta for, we like, gotta months. get back on that. Yeah. We gotta get back on that. We've figured out that we think it's regional mm, okay yeah okay. so we haven't find. been able to find it on the east coast it's yeah. okay i will it's apparently just have to smuggle some up to uh, the east coast for y'all <laughs> yeah. one day exactly yeah let, uh, let us know when you're coming around to new york it'll be on my yes. to-do list but no yeah i'll um you know what like i'll come i'll come back to the uh to the 90s nightcap in november yeah 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 holidays are coming up too you gotta you gotta loosen up oh yeah gotta holiday. indulge yeah 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 
Yeah, no, no. Once like Thanksgiving's coming, like you know, I'm d- I'm mm. done. I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be cooking all day if I'm not like having like three sauce. things of wine. Yeah, during it. See, yeah, and, and I'm okay with the '90s nightcap just being a us thing because I've I've know some of these <laughs> guests. An us thing. Yeah, because some of these guests get to come on multiple times. Touchdown, Tommy. I'm looking at you, Riley. Okay, but you don't got a '90s nightcap with them. This could just be the Chappelle thing. We got it. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm not hating. Tommy's drink would be used milk anyway, so I don't think we want to go there. Oh my god, man drinks ranch dressing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why does Tommy's all of his liquids are just white, white. creamy, which is like my phobia? Looks so. He likes white Russians. We'll have to ask him. (laughs) Just so gross. I know. I can't do the right Russian. Like, Mm -mm. oh, my ex used to like. One time we he did like a power hour with one of his friends and then he started drinking white Russians mm-hmm. as if drinking that much milk with alcohol is Ew. a good idea. I know. It's so gross. The like the closest I'll do is like horchata, the closest, but mm-hmm. that's it. And I'm yeah. it's nasty. It's nasty. Um, but speaking of something that makes me want to vomit is when uh, Corinna talks about um, dandelions. <laughs> and I love a dandelion, but dandelion. It's, yeah. not good. it's not good. Yes. <laughs> she, she is an improv queen, okay? Like, no matter Fair what you, word you throw at her, she's ready. She's ready. Now, I will say this. Her lyrics don't make any damn sense. Like, none of them. <laughs> like, if you actually wrote this stuff down, I'm like, what are you talking about? I think it's a I don't know how song. she got. The only way she gets a record deal is because her uncle is the one who Exactly. It. Yeah. Nepotism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So yeah. So we're now at uh, Topanga's babysitting gig here, and she gets told no boys, no boys at all. Um, and then Corey, of course, shows up with a water jug, like very throwback to the '90s. No one has these freaking giant water oh, jugs anymore. Yeah, my neighbor does. What? Oh yeah. Yeah, what? they have like a water dispenser in their house. They, yeah, they're shit. like, oh, they it's it saves money and they're like anti plastic. So I'm like, oh, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. But it's a big, yeah, big giant. You get like water a water jug. filter attached to their sink and really be anti plastic. Right. Well, I guess that's it. But no, like you return the jug back oh, to the grocery right. store. It's fair enough. Actually. So, okay. So, um, yeah, like I watched recently. 18 episodes of Babysitter's Club in like less than two days. <laughs> are you and, okay? And, this is something you should admit on right. a podcast. Are you, are you well? <laughs> I went so away for good. a week and she just binges Babysitter's Club. You can never leave again. You can never go on vacation again. <laughs> so like nowhere in the Babysitter's Club do they talk about having boys over um, and if that's allowed. So <laughs> did they solve um, crimes? <laughs> they yes they do. There's <laughs> babysitters clubs books that are mystery books. Mm-hmm. I love the babysitters club. Topanga would not be allowed into the babysitters club. She's not a very good babysitter. Is she? I mean, no, Corey's not. Is a good it because babysitter. she lets boys in the house or because she yeah. doesn't let kids watch TV? <laughs> I just think Christy would be up Topanga's ass. Who? <laughs> And is this right? Is this white girls right now? Yeah, yeah. She she white girls you, don't, you don't know. <laughs> what a great podcast! That's our next. That's our branch off of. Yeah, once we get, I get once, to come on for the spinoff. <laughs> once we get our advice podcast up and running, then we. That's what it's gonna be called. Shit, white girls. Talk shit, me. white girls. Talk 
Shit, white girls stop me to swim in front of a lot of As you can tell, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Mm. <laughs> I can know the whole theme song. <laughs> Shout out to JD, who wrote uh, the theme song. It's and recorded. So good. JD, it's so star. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, dad, the dad is, is very like. What's wrong like with him? Over life. He's been hurt. He needs therapy. He's been hurt. Uh, yeah, he he says, um, Corey says he's a dangerous little boy. And the dad said, we're all dangerous in the beginning. Um, <laughs> oh what happened to you, boo? You broke him. It's like, lie on the couch. You'll think you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, some points were made there. Um, I remember when, oh gosh, now I'm going to tell myself. Listen, the listeners, we're family. I remember in like the late two- 90s, early 2000s, I was like, uh, like those dare commercials are like this is your brain on drugs and they would show people yes. like melted into the couch and I was like who would ever want that now 2021 I'm like wow I could really use some of that like, <laughs> I do want to feel like I'm dead though I do want to feel like I'm dead though like what if I did melt into the couch like th- that seems like it would not be stressful at all so, honestly all I want in my life is a comfortable couch <laughs> is that too much to ask like geez do you guys remember love sacks Yes, they still like exist the giant, for sure. The giant beanbag. Yes. Yeah, they definitely still exist. They sell sectionals. Yeah, they do. I thought you were going to say something else. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I thought okay. you were going to be like, they sell sex couches. And I was sex like, where couch? is this conversation going? Sex? What's the what's sex, a couch? sex couch? All, couch? Sex. all couches I mean, are, are all, sex couches. Are all couches are sex couches, but all, not all sex couches are couches. <laughs> Maybe they just like are ergonomically the best fit for having the sex. I just felt like there's stuff like protruding from them. So like you could do it alone if you the want only, to. Fair enough. The only the only couch that's not a sex couch is a futon because those oh, definitely are so very hard. Tell that to twenty two year old Chappelle at the <laughs> Yeah, actually Futon King. Actually Hey, you, you wanna see my it. futon? Now I'm like, that you it pulled out it. into a bed, like kinda. <laughs> Look at how perfect it is. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm remembering where I literally spent most of my early 20s, and it was on a futon. You thought life was simple back then. Like, this is life. We're going to grow old on this damn futon. And now we're looking back like, what the hell was wrong with us? Uh, yeah, well, we, did you ever get a wet willy on a futon, though? Whoa, because no. <laughs> wet willies, like, first of all, the thing that they don't talk about when you're a child in wet willies is, like, how gross it is to ever stick your finger in another human's ear. Like, that's yeah. fucking disgusting. Yeah. That's, like, a top seven or eight nastiest thing you can do to somebody. Like, just unprovoked. Like, why would you do that so to someone specific. that's, like... like you should be arrested. If someone ever did that, because I've never had a wet willy. If, there, if someone ever did that to me, I would. Do you I have would siblings? Be, How yeah, have you but never had a wet willy. That's white people shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that stuff I saw on TV and would be like, oh, okay, I didn't know y'all did that. Um, like those wedgies, you know, that the bullies do on. Like, oh you yeah. Know, TV show. That's, Supreme is it Supreme? I, I ain't never seen that at no black school. I ain't never. I ain't never known people to do that. Like, I was like, these, these Saved by the Bell is wild. I used to watch, I was like, is this what white people be doing? Like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like wedgies are like an urban myth. Like, they like, don't actually really happen. Ooh, um, no, I think they do. They do? Do, um, do one of those things called, do those, not flurries, 
What's the thing called when you put someone's head in a swirly? toilet? That's a swirly. That's a swirly. That, I refuse to. I, no I don't perceive that. That's never happened to. That never happened to. Disgusting. Someone's listening to this and they are like having PTSD and we're like, "Get never happened." Yeah. They're like, "You don't know my story," you know. So, yeah, I don't know. We need to put up a poll because Will and I were talking about this. It's like, do people actually like lose luggage? Do people actually miss their flights? Because that's like Ooh. a huge fear of mine. Def- what do you mean that happens all the time? That's what he said, and I was and like, "Good, missed a flight. <laughs> Good to know that my fears are warranted." <laughs> Oh, I almost missed the flight because I was eating Chinese food. Like I was what? knee deep in like some like some disgusting airport Chinese food, and, and you, I had you were my, at the airport and you almost missed a flight. I was there early, and I'm sitting there and I'm just eating, and I got like Rob podcasting with like Katie Gallagher about something, and I'm just what really the in the zone. Hell? And this woman had to come touch. Like, sir, we're waiting on you. I was like, what? No, it's it. We're boarding. They're no, like, we're departing. I was like, oh my God, am I the last one? And everybody's just staring at me. No one's laughing. I'm like, Pfft. you were at the gate. And you I'm like sitting there, play. like head down in the Chinese food. Panda Express was giving me life. It was just a, oh it was a God. day. So no, I have done all the things. I've missed flights. Oh. I have missed, lo- missed, they have lost my luggage. Yeah, it exists. I will speak to that, but That's I ain't never had much. no swirly. It's too much. Um, But yeah, so Corey gets a wet willy. And it's this little shithead kid who Don't wants do to Tommy and watch TV uh, because of the Friday night lineup, which like Sarah and I've talked about this. The Friday night lineup is like is legit. It's there. Um, yeah, but there's royalty. There's some show that they're taking away. Um, and this little kid is like actually kind of relatable. He's yeah. like, he's like, don't take it away from me. Um, they're trying to kill it. They're, <laughs> they're trying, trying to kill, to kill it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is obviously directly um, a parallel to what was actually happening to Boy Meets Worlds at the time because it had in season four been moved from 830 to 930, um, which was upsetting, I guess, because it's not as favorable as a time slot. Mm-hmm. But shortly after this episode aired, Boy Meets Worlds was moved back to 830. Oh, so I guess they were I guess them. the producers. The sass worked. Yeah, they were shading. It was yes. like legit shade. I And I guess it worked because it got moved back. I was the Friday Night Lineup kid, okay? I was that kid. If you can't tell, this is all I did was watch TV. TV raised me. My mom would just be like, go to your room and watch TV. Like, okay, fine. Bedtimes, I would be watching TV. Like, I I will get in the bed, but we're going to watch TV. It's non-negotiable. And so, TGIF, this was my thing. Yeah, the Boy Meets Mm -hmm. World, step-by-step, full house, uh, you know, family matters, all that kind of stuff. Maybe like Sister, Sister, I think they were interchanging Mm -hmm. those kind of stuff. That Mm -hmm. was the Friday Night Lineup. Now, I don't think that exists. There's no such thing as a Friday Night Lineup in 2021. Because everybody watches everything streaming, so it's like, you know. So, I was, this is another thing that I watched while Jess was on vacation. While Jess was on vacation, I watched a shit ton of TV. Um, I watched this documentary called The Orange Years, which was like a, a Nickelodeon it documentary. It was phenomenal. You should have taken me. We should have watched it together. We, we should talk about it. Uh, it was so good. Yeah. But the thing is, is that what Drew and I were talking about is the Saturday lineup for Nickelodeon is genius. Like, you know, what are teens doing on like a Saturday night where they're not old enough or preteens? They're not old enough to go mm-hmm. out. They're too young to like go to bed. Like, what are they doing? And I don't understand why like they don't bring something like that back for that age group on Saturdays or on Fridays. Like, why can't we have something similar now without all these like idiotic shows that they put on? You know why? Because the kids are TikToking. They're TikTok and they're watching YouTube. Like the little mm-hmm. kids are just navigating YouTube with ease. That's all they do. Their favorite mm-hmm. shows are on YouTube. They don't need a lineup anymore. We have moved past yeah. the lineup. This is it's this is sad. Really, it's this sad is the old to the lineup. Yeah, yeah. 
It's true. Yeah, and if you even if you think about it with primetime television, what is the show anybody's waiting on to come on on a Friday? Like, like even like Survivors on a Wednesday, and like Big Brothers on like Thursdays and Wednesdays and Sundays, and then you have like Grey's Anatomy that will come on Thursdays. Scandal, you know, like those shows are all mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, Mondays. Nothing's on Friday. There's not one yeah. show where you're like, oh, can't no, because I think they assume people have plans on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Like even like HBO puts like their like heavy hitters on Sunday nights. Yeah. So it's like no, people assume you're busy Friday and Saturday or you're binge watching like shows on Netflix or something, yeah. <laughs> which is but true. We, we loved it back in the day. Yeah. It was like oh, yeah. everything back in the days. So like what? Like, I guess it's Times the attention spans of kids. Like kids can't. Well, they can't sit through like, commercials either. Yeah. And I, th- Ugh, and so. I think Saturday morning and cart- cartoons aren't a thing anymore either. Like, mm-hmm. I remember waking up Saturday morning and being like, I got to hit, like, I had, like, four channels I had to have in rotation on a Saturday morning because I had to get all the cartoons. <laughs> you had to get Pepper yeah. Ann and Recess on one channel, but then you had to go mm-hmm. get, like, Animaniacs from another channel. Like, there was, you had to play the game. Like, now it's <laughs> You're, like, like, hoping yeah, for picture in picture. Right. And then if you got that, change the game, you know. I think, yeah, I think this is probably, like, where they were saying, like, you know, we must not have much longer on the uh, on the lineups because I think they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So upsetting. Sad day. Um, yeah. So this is this is what starts the argument between Topanga and Corey because Topanga wants to be authoritative and is like she's like a she's like mean babysitter. Mm-hmm. She's like yeah. you, you your bedtime is at nine o'clock. You have to be in bed. No TV. No gushers. Like no <laughs> snacks after dinner. Brush your teeth. Like all the lame shit that babysitters mm-hmm. tells you to do. Um, while Corey is like, like, oh, you have Nintendo 64 bits? Like, why are we down here? Let's go play. Yeah, I think you want the kid to like you. Because, like, if the kid likes you, probably isn't going to tattle on you. And you get more gigs because the kid actually likes you. So you need to do, like, a little bit of, like, okay, but only one show on the Friday night lineup and then bedtime. Like, a compromise is needed, Topanga. You need to be such a hard ass. And and this is 1996, okay? The N64 had just dropped. So, Topanga, you kind of... I'm with Corey yeah. on this one. Like that kid got the newest system out. I gotta let him. He can he can hang out till nine thirty, ten o'clock. He'll be all right. He ain't gonna die. Yeah, let's play a game or two. Yeah, look. yeah. If it's a Friday night, then what's it to the parents that the kid stays up late? It's a Saturday the next day. They can just sleep in. She just thinks she's parenting. I think that's what this is. Topanga mm-hmm. is like, it's like practice. This is for my her. first. Yeah, this is my grown up job. Where I'm practicing because this is going to prove how yeah. good of a mother I'm going to be. I'm telling you, she was going through this season. She's a, um, yeah, she's like a, what is it? I'm just thinking she's like practicing. She's like this like home economics. Mm-hmm. She's very serious about her jobs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's a bit too tough, I think. And they get into an argument. Um, and then we're back at Chubby's because we need breaks in between all of this Corinna content. Um, and I just love the like, um, I'm glad I know you and I'm glad you know me too. Uh, we'll never get blue going choo choo choo. That like- stands out to me so much. Like, I know that part is coming, but again, I told you it doesn't make any sense. I'm glad mm-hmm. you know, I'm glad I know you. I'm glad you know me too. We'll never get the flu and go a choo choo choo. Man, what the fool? Oh, was that it? With... I thought it was we'll never get blue. No, go and that, we'll never get chew. the flu and go a chew, like sneeze. But like, oh. what does that mean? <laughs> because they know each other. <laughs> they're, they're never so going to get the flu. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the more people the that you know, flu. the more likely you're going to get the flu. <laughs> you know, you're going to spit all over each other. 
oh my gosh yeah this is like social distancing way back in 1996 <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, i don't want to get the ne- i don't want to get to know you which is actually what eric says he calls for the check and he's like she's like what's wrong and she's like, he's like, well, I like you're singing. I don't want anybody to steal your amazing songs and then sell them. Um, and then she goes all crazy and says, I think we're going to spend the rest of our lives together and the rest of our lives to come together. Now, that is something that you probably don't want to hear on your first date. It's not even really a date. Yeah. Like, like, what? Like, you're going to spend the rest of your lives together? You just met this man. He could be a serial killer for all you the rest, know. But and the all your rest lives of to your come. future lives all together. In addition yeah. to the, the current life. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Now, I, I know that you're supposed to, like, the, you know, they say, like, the people that you meet in this life are people that you've known before. And, like, you keep reliving the same lives over again. But it's, like, what happens if you really don't want to, like, hang out with like this this live soulmate you're like you know what i can get a new soulmate next time yeah i mean yeah, yeah you have Sizzle, more than one soulmate. Rough. like yeah i was like well this one yeah I'm, i've done life with this soulmate let me go check out yeah. the other ones i've I'm spent big... 10 minutes with this one that's enough please for the love of god get me yeah. to check so check. i can put this woman on a rocket ship <laughs> check. and get for blasted god, off yeah, like, yeah oh i love it Eric's and then so we good. get the like one of the more iconic moments of the episode where all of a sudden she plays a minor chord and she's like, shallow, you're shallow. Yeah. So good. And the woman in the kitchen is just dancing her ass off. Like this woman is like, <laughs> finally a bop. Like she is in, yeah. the, in the kitchen getting it. Yeah. This is a this is the moment where it all turns. I love this moment because it is crazy because all of this is from Eric saying like, I need to check. I don't want to be around you, blah, blah. And she finally goes. So you mean you don't want to be with me? Ma'am, he's been saying this in like 17 different ways. She's like, so let's be very clear. You're saying you don't want to spend all your lives with me. And that's what breaks her. Like, like that's what it took? Okay. Yeah. She's like, obviously you were only in it for my good looks and therefore you're shallow. Mm. There's nothing to do with my personality or all of my singing. Nope. That's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Um, yeah, so uh, she makes up this song and then we're back at school and Corey is inviting Topanga to go get lunch. He, he's like really into these school tacos. I don't know about your guys' schools, but like we did not have great tacos at my school. So I don't really know what he's all hyped about. Um, mm. He's really excited about the tacos. I mean, it is tacos. I, apparently, tacos John Adams High has really, really good food. Like they, they got like meatloaf and like the potato volcano so i feel like anything at john adams high is a bob like the best food in philly is that john adams high he said these tacos are four for 99 cents and i need parts of that i need that. what a deal (laughs) yeah i need that but it's 99 cents in what what year is this sarah Oh yeah, 1996. 1996 uh compared to today. Let's see. I'm just doing a dollar. It's going to be like a dollar 50 for a dollar 75. All right, that's, that's still a good deal. That's a great deal. It's a great that's deal. A, for four tacos. Like hello. But yeah. they have to be soft shell. I don't want that hard shell crap. No, I love a crunchy no, I taco. Think it, I love oh, a crispy it gets one. It's a fucking mess. Give me a bowl. Mm-hmm. I've no, had enough of this. Crunchy tacos, you 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 take a few bites and then it's nachos. It's just so multifaceted. I just but then you it. need a bowl. Like, what if you if you try to eat it and it just falls apart in your hand and it's trash? No, like okay, Jessica, hmm. we are from the East Coast. Do you think that they have like? You think that in Texas they're eating like old um, 
Tejas or whatever, like taco shells. Like, I don't. Yeah, I know what she's talking about, like those generic the, taco shells. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, no. Like old. Yeah. This. L- what is it called? El. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. El. <laughs> El Grande. That's not Something it. like that. But no, El Paso. No. Yeah, El Paso. El Paso. Yeah, the place where El Paso is in Texas. Yeah, no, no, no. We we are some taco connoisseurs here. Like if you if you've been following me for more than a week, you have probably seen me tweet about tacos because if someone says the word taco too much, I will stop what I'm doing and go get some. Um, so I am a taco connoisseur. I don't know what Topanga's yelling about here. Talking. Would you feed ch- tacos to my child? Yes. Yes, yes, I would. Of course. Yeah, why does a bad have issues with tacos to kids? Yeah. It's the easiest freaking like dinner you can do See, for kids. See, I would say season one Topanga would be like only organic mm. and like only like non-GMO, like no right. sugar, blah, blah, blah. But like this Topanga who only cares about fucking family values obviously doesn't give a shit about fucking organic <laughs> shit. So, yeah, I don't know. But she's not about the tacos. She's very upset about their hypothetical future child. Girl. I have news for you. You're fucking right. 16. <laughs> okay, this is like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's like going, going like nuts so in She's here. going so through it, yeah. I'm she's saying you. to Corey, you're not like paying attention to our future kids. Like our future kids need to be taken care of and you just want to be buddy-buddy with them. And Corey's like... Topanga, there's not going to be any future kids. You know why? Because we're just kissing. Yeah, we ain't doing the sex. I had um, <laughs> a flashback to what was at Glee, where um, what is the main characters? They're like in the hot tub, and then all of a sudden she's like, yeah. "I'm pregnant." And he's like, "Uh, okay." We're like, no, no, fool, you are you are not the baby's daddy. Stop it. Yeah. Um, and so in this moment, I kind of was like, "What if Corey had like been like, oh, we're having a kid?" And I was like, "I just don't need him to be that stupid." Um, yeah, he's definitely not that dumb. Like, yeah, he, he can be dumb, but he's not the dumbest. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Topanga thinks, her thing is that, like, you'd rather be pals with their, with our kids than an authoritative role model. And I'm like, girl, Jedediah and Rian, and they didn't raise you like this at the, at the, at the, at the hippie compound yeah. or whatever. Like, you did not le- learn this. Yeah. Like, what authoritative uh, role model named your sister Andromeda? Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, no, like her parents are definitely like more hands off parenting. They want them to her. They wanted their kids to like figure it all out on their own. An authoritative parent doesn't name their child Topanga. Or Andromeda. Or Andromeda. Yeah, it doesn't happen to Topanga. Like, I don't understand where she got this like all of a sudden strict mommy thing going on. But I don't like it. I don't like it. She, uh, Jedediah is more likely to be outside of that outdoor shop, like with the dang banjo playing the songs. <laughs> Dandy <Like>, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where she got this from. It's wild. Yeah, and so Corey's like, I just want to eat tacos. <laughs> <I'm moved. laughs> and Sean, being the best, gives him a taco. That's a good friend. That's a good friend who brings you a taco. Yeah, yeah but also that means that he ate three and he just gave Corey one. Listen, I mean, also he thought of Corey. Yeah, I mean, because he could have ate four. Like, I'm saying he's not Corey's boyfriend. Like, I feel like a partner is required to give I, you no, the half. Like he versus is Corey's boyfriend. In a way. Well, I'm saying a friend, you only have to give one. If you're, like, if it's someone that you're dating, yeah. you are required to do the half, I think. That's the move. Oh, okay. Mm-mm, there's no I think way. That's, no, Chappelle's not <laughs> sharing. Not, not my tacos. Sorry. Yeah, he's not sharing his $1.75 I appreciate, tacos. But I appreciate Chappelle's connection to food because I am the same way. Like, Will and I have talked about this. If you ever eat your significant significant others leftovers that is grounds for divorce mm-hmm. like no questions asked yep. that's it's it, it out. it's done yeah, yeah. squid game Today, style 
Mm-hmm. Today, Drew made pancakes, and he gave me three, and I ate two and a half, and I gave Drew the last of my pancake. So Look at nice you. of you. Yeah. Look at Love that. that. I always so give cute. him the rest of my food. I mean, I believe that, because you're, like, an excellent partner. Sarah is a giver. Sarah is a taker carer of. Okay. <laughs> Take a carer of. <laughs> Take a carer of. Yeah. And, and I let him eat I let him eat my green sherbet, so that's disgusting. That? Yeah, it's I was gonna say that's the opposite disgusting. of the pancakes, so it's not the same like, energy. You burdened him with your nasty lime like, shit. Sarah so is not a taker really carer good. of her anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really lost good. Yeah, you lost uh, your title. Okay. <laughs> no. Um so The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah. Oh, so then we're back at the store. Oh, what is the store's name? I saw the it name. It was like Matthew's like outdoor store. It wasn't very cashy because I saw the sign too and I was like not impressed. The Matthew- I don't think it's called the Matthew's outdoor store. I'm going to look it up right now as you continue to talk about this scene. Mm-hmm. So they come in, Corey and Sean, and they're like, hey, Eric, remember the time where your life was actually going well and you have, like, a great job and you're, like, super happy? Well, guess what? Your life is fucked now. Isn't that hilarious? Because we were going over to the record store and we saw the CD and you got to listen to it. And Corinna has come out with the CD and it's all about Eric, a la Alanis Morissette, a la, like, Taylor Swift. It was definitely, like, Taylor Olivia Swift Rodrigo. before Taylor Swift was even, like, a thing. Yeah. Just shit-talking. Oh, Casey Musgraves, who? No. <laughs> no. Adele's new album about divorce? Nah. Ooh, it's all about wait. Karina and Eric Matthews. And, um, yeah, like, the they play Shallow Boy on the radio. Yes. And on the CD. It's I found everywhere. the sign. Matthew's oh. Wilderness Outpost. Okay. It's a pretty shitty sign, I got to say. Because <laughs> it doesn't even have, like, Matthew's as the biggest word. Matthew's is, like, super tiny on it. Because um, they had to paint over it, over, like, the other dude's name. Mm. It looks like shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Here, I'll show you it right now. This is it. Tell me that okay. doesn't look like shit. It looks terrible. I, they could have done a better job on this, is all I'm going to say. Where are you sending this? Right. I was like, we don't see anything. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought like, I was The listeners it. don't see to... anything. Sarah and I don't see anything. We're all like <laughs> pretending we're looking it. along with you. I thought I had it there. Now do you see it? <gasps> Look at that. 
It looks like shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the clearest point. word is outpost. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's terrible. They did yeah. a really crappy job with this. It's not a great sign. Uh, not a great sign. No. no. But I do want to point out that this is, what, 96? So this is, uh, like, Jagged Little Pill was a Alanis Morissette right in, like, 95. So this was, might be, like, on the tip of people's tongues when it comes to, like, what they could have come up with a storyline. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, find somebody. Because wasn't Alanis Morissette singing about, uh, like, uh, Dave, Dave Coulier. Coulier. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, ma'am, you went through all of that. <laughs> For Dave Coulier? For cut it out. Yeah. Like, oh no. my gosh. Oh. Uh, woman, he had a fucking, like, hand up a gopher fucking ass for a puppet, and you slept with him. It's not and a no, good sign. And not just slept with him. Like, I mean, like... Woodchuck. In love. You, you ought to know. Like, she was feeling some things in that song, okay? <laughs> just saying. So, it's a little bit more than just slept with him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> but this is... um <laughs> Poor... Dave Coulier sucks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So there is, and this is just like one of the many tracks. Track number two is Eric Matthews. You're so vain. You Mm -hmm. probably didn't even know the song before this was about you. um, Because Eric's denying that the whole CD is about him, but it it is. um, And the song is just blowing up. Um, And then we have Corey is reading. A baby book, so you're going to be a daddy. What, has Topanga poisoned his brain? What the fuck? Dude, you're 16. What are you, hey, what are you doing? Men will try their entire lives to figure out women, okay? And this is just Corey's, <laughs> like, for one of his first times, like, having, like, oh, my God, do I need mm-hmm. to sit down and read a book? Like, because women are confusing, especially at 16 years old. And I told yeah. you, and I don't think anybody's prepared. Like, we're confused, and we're grown, and we're watching Topanga. Like, why is she moving like this? So I think, to, like, Corey's kind of like, what is she going through? And I'm telling you, she's just getting older, you know? Like, she's going to figure herself out very quickly after this. But right now, she's got to, you know, you know, uh, decompress a little bit. And it's just coming out in the version of uh, this Topanga, the authoritative one, for some reason. Yeah. It's very I I would be very concerned. Amy to see is concerned. My 16-year-old <laughs> son reading this baby book. It's just research though. Yeah. Because no matter if Corey's going to be the dad, the uncle, or the guy down the street with binoculars, hello, he needs to know what to do. And Amy's like, "Well, you learn from experience." Um I mean, I think she being says, prepared is, like, valid, but, like, I don't really feel like you need to read this book until you're, like, I don't know, about to be a parent. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you're actually having sex. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, I, like, I I don't think anybody needs to read a baby book no 10 one years has before to. they're going to have to. No, no one has No, I mean, to, like, 10 years before they're planning yeah, on having ridiculous. kids. I mean, in actuality, Corey has kids, I think, in, like, like Early I think 20s. he had kids like five years from <laughs> fair, very fair. So like maybe he really does need to keep it like fresh, but um, I don't know. Amy says that um, that they just learn from experience, and they have three wonderful, well-adjusted kids. Um, but we know that Eric comes in, and she realizes is honestly it's only two, because he is a maladjusted woman-hating loser freak yes yes it's so good 
And then the song is playing on the radio as well. So like Morgan walks in with her. I think like she had a Walkman. Like she oh, walked. It was a Walkman. It was like a boombox Walkman. It had a strap on it. Yes. Like this was extra. Morgan has been to the record store. She comes in and she's just singing her heart out. You're a loser freak, loser freak. He's a maladjusted loser freak. He's a woman hated maladjusted loser freak. I was like, yes, Morgan. I like, uh, yes. so good, so good. Yeah, she has pipes. She does. I can't believe you're my brother. Uh, Shouty Morgan could never, okay? Yeah. Shouty Morgan just could not. <laughs> so is this like the point where we turn around and we're like, you know what? She is the better Morgan. We can't ever go back to Shouty Morgan. This is it. This is where she makes it. I, this is. I this actually, is the better Morgan. Yeah, I think. But is it, I think it from starts, this though. point on? Yeah, I think it starts on that episode. What y'all talked about when the uh, when when uh, Eric gets lost with the townies, right? Like, I think yeah. that's the first time where you're like, okay, Morgan, I see you. You're here to stay, okay? Yeah. And now, like, I think she's full fledged. This is the Morgan that we're gonna have. This is the Morgan that we're gonna remember. And then as you watch it years late, li- years later, you're like, oh, there was a shouty Morgan, you know? Yeah. No, she's the better Morgan, even though she this song has a line that's not great. It doesn't it doesn't age well. Um, but like if you take that line out, it's yeah. it's a great song. It's an amazing song, and she sings it wonderfully. And Alan tells Eric that apparently Corinna wants to go meet with him, and he's like, "Oh, she's obviously going to apologize." Um, no, Eric, you're wrong. She comes in <laughs> in all black. She's like, "I'm edgy now." I was surprised they didn't put her in like black nail polish as well. Mm. Um. To give her that like LC vibe from um, <laughs> from what is it the hills or whatever. Um, her hair was greased too. Oh, the like amount little... of gel they put in that. Yeah, yeah, greased to the back. Um, <laughs> such a such a look. Um, and so she is like, "Tell me everything that you hate about me, Eric. Like I need to know." And he like at first goes off a little bit. He's like, "I just want you to like cut it out, like you know." Um, and she's writing down notes um, as to what he's saying. Yeah. And then he catches on that she's out of material and she just wanted to meet up with him so that she can like make him he can make her mad again so she can write more songs about him. She, she needs her inspiration. And he's the only thing that ever inspired her to get so dark. And so she's like, yeah, um, yeah. what was that thing you said about me? He's like, I just want you to cut it out. And she's like, meow, meow says the sad little whining cow. OK, gotcha. I'm like, yeah. why, why is that what you took from that? He didn't say anything rude. <laughs> he just said, like, chill. Yeah. He calls her like a vampire or something. Like, I didn't think you'd come out at night. He's like, calls me a vampire. Wrote that write, down. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, Use that in my lyrics. Yeah, and he's like, he realizes, of course, that she's just like out of material. Um, And uh, he's like, he, listen, Eric can be an idiot, but he's smart in this moment because he notices, mm-hmm. first of all, what kind of restaurant uses dandelions at the table? Like, Chubbies, stop trying to be something you're not. You right. don't have cloth napkins. Stop it. Don't put out fucking weeds. And I love dandelions. <laughs> but don't put weeds on your table and be like, you're at a fine dining <laughs> establishment. Because, bitch, it's not true. <laughs> Listen, restaurants in Texas will literally put cotton in a damn mason jar and be like, it's rustic. I'm like, no, that's slavery. Stop it. They don't just do that. Like, so the, the fact that they had just, like, this dandelion, like, raggedy-ass dandelions. And, and it wasn't like, even the puffy, cute one. No, it was, it was the, the raggedy, one. the weedy ones. Yeah, like, what, yeah. what's happening at Chubby's? They, who did this? Is Chubby, <laughs> is Chubby dating someone? Like, because so, she's like, I'll spruce it up with some dandelions. Spruce, yeah, she's yeah. like, I'll, I'll give it a nice feminine touch. Right, exactly. Tablecloth here or there. Right, exactly. 
You can really use a dandelion or a tablecloth in your fine dining establishment. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, you know what I see when I look at you? Dandelions. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, don't do that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't do that. Don't like, say it. She's she just break. gets the urge. She yeah. gets the happy urge. She can't, she can't suppress it. Um, mm. And of course he starts singing Annie, which is like her thing. Because he listens when she talks. We at least know he listens when she says things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. of course they have this amazing rendition of Tomorrow, which is like... Tomorrow is just, you know, it was defying gravity before defying gravity. It's like, that's like your solo song. I actually do know the song Defying Gravity. I've never seen that musical. Or I don't I'm, know any I'm, other songs from that musical. I know more of Defying Gravity than I do of Annie. The extent I know of this song, Whoa. Tomorrow, is this episode. Like, I've never heard the whole thing. Shocking. I used to love wow. Annie when I was a kid. Yeah. But, like, the, well, what about, the newer what, one, not the old, old one. Yeah. What about Hard Not Life? Like, yeah, you have to I, know Hard Not Life. Well, I only know that because of Jay-Z. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But that's it. Like, that's my insight. I know Jay-Z and I know this episode. Yeah. Because Annie is white girl shit. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. 100%. Nailed it. See, that, Well, things. I mean, like... Daddy Warbucks. (laughs) I like that. Daddy Warbucks, like, he is a daddy. Like, it depends on which one, though, right? Like, wasn't there a good-looking Daddy Warbucks? Yeah. I've never seen this person. Oh, Oh, I take it back. Okay, so this one's hideous. Don't, don't. Uh. That's not a good one. He's not good. He's bad. I think I take it back. I think they're all pretty ugly. They're all, like, somebody. the bald thing. I just can't. Somebody has the uh, Zaddy Warbucks Instagram handle. Good for you, dude. <laughs> Not Zaddy Warbucks. <laughs> I found a picture of um, Justin Timberlake photoshopped on his face, photoshopped onto the body of Zaddy Warbucks, and I don't know why this exists. <laughs> what is this thing? What is happening? Oh, and then they say Pitbull totally looks like Daddy Warbucks. I, I mean, I can I see it. See it. I'm looking at the picture now. Yeah, this is it's Mr. just like Worldwide. okay. Yeah, I I see it. Um. But Who yeah. thought that making a musical about a red-headed, like, Orphan. curly-haired girl mm-hmm. would be a good idea? Shirley Temple somewhere, like, rolling in her grave right now. <sighs> I still love Shirley Temple. <laughs> um, uh, keep, keep AJ away. Right. The animal crackers in his soup. I, when AJ started talking about that, I was like, <laughs> I know that commercial by heart, okay? When, when AJ started talking about how he wanted the Shirley Temple DVD box set, I literally wanted to bury myself. I was like, shut the fuck it up. It was the commercial. It was like those time life yes, commercials. Yes, that was the commercial. Animal yeah. crackers in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits. Loop the loop. That was like I hope somebody, the commercial. Yeah, I hope somebody bought AJ. Nobody bought it. It's like twenty dollars. <laughs> it's like twenty dollars. Like AJ, if you want curly Christmas top, just say AJ. that. Yeah. Um, last year I got Please AJ get it for him. I got AJ a Christmas card last year. Yeah, like just like a super weirdo thing to do. <laughs> I just picked a random podcaster. I mean, was like, I want to get you a card. One? Yeah, like I barely knew. I don't think I even podcasted with AJ at that point. I was just like, I want to do something nice for AJ. <laughs> and so this year I probably should, he's he's probably not listening to this. This year I'm probably just gonna give him the box set and just send it. <laughs> I have his address. But, okay. But the thing is that every, like, he's going to get, like, eight. Do you think so? Do you think anybody is actually going to go through with it? Okay. Like, is he, the question is, is he going to sign up for the. Oh, the RJP Secret Santa. The RJP Secret Santa thing. Oh, okay. So that means I need to send it earlier. You have to send it, like, Thanksgiving present. (laughs) Yeah. Like, send it so it's, like, arrives on December 1st. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I can yeah. do this. Like, if it's like, yes, if it's under forty dollars, I will one hundred percent do it. How I much does it cost? I love the idea that you just sent him a Christmas card because I've Will has in the past. 
he he always wants to do Christmas cards. He's gonna listen to this. I don't know why I'm whispering. He always wants to do Christmas cards. <laughs> wants to do Christmas and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Christmas card bitch. Like mm. I don't do the whole photo thing. I said only people are weirdos that do that if they don't have kids. The only reason you do the Christmas card photo thingy is if you have children. So I compromised. I did. <laughs> I think we ended up doing. Did we do a Christmas? We did a Christmas card with like Winston on it. And then last year I got out of it because we did our save the dates. And I was like, ha ha, I don't have to do this this year. Actually, that was mm. the year before. But last year I got out of it because COVID, you know, uh-huh. depression. <sighs> Chappelle, do you want to do a joint Christmas card this year? Yes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yes. I cannot. I'm just picturing you guys like, um, like photoshopped together. Yeah. <laughs> like the Shirley Temple box set. And then we just send it to AJ yeah. and to card. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the Shirley Temple Little Darling collection box set is thirty nine ninety nine. Ain't so no it's way. Under, it's it, twelve discs. It's forty dollars. Stop. Why it. is it that much? This is trash. Okay, but it's because so many people started buying it because of H. That's got to be like volume one. There's He's no an way. Influencer. It's only thirty nine dollars for twelve discs. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> Chappelle, okay. it's an old. If you show. guys didn't know, Chappelle thought that was a good price, and just oh, definitely that thought price. that was, was like, too much so money. I feel like it doesn't even cover the cost of the box. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like, I think it, no. I'm looking now. It's 18 discs. Like, are we just I feel like the older the, the show is, the cheaper free. it should be. Yeah, but I mean, but, okay. Jessica <laughs> would pay three dollars for the Shirley Temple Little Darling box set. We should bid and on then, it. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then Chappelle is like, definitely like, this is worth $70. This no, I thought yeah. like 40 would be fine. I'm just shocked that it's so low. Cause I'm like, I mean, you have to cover the cost of actual DVDs. And I mean, I mm-hmm. guess they're just free now. Well, you can just get them anywhere. DVD player? It's like USBs, know. you know, you Does just AJ pick them up off the table. Does even own a DVD player? How old is he? He doesn't even That's own That's true. He doesn't player. know what a DVD player is. Stop he it. We're not getting him anything. One. Okay, let's do the Christmas cards. He doesn't even have a laptop cards. that has a disc thingy. That's true. Okay, we'll do the Christmas card instead. Screw AJ. I mean, we could get it for him used for twenty four ninety eight. <laughs> it's like scratched up. It skips. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, so Boy Meets World, right? <laughs> yeah, we Boy forgot Meets about World. this show. We knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, uh, but Corey's reading Morgan a book. Topanga's being a creep and listening in. I don't know how these people just sneak into people's houses all the time, but they apparently do. Like, she came in the back way. Um, and he's like, go brush your teeth. Uh, Morgan's upset because he let Billy stay up, uh, but he makes Morgan go to bed. And uh, Topanga's like, I listened to everything you said. Um, by the time we have kids, you'll be a good dad. And Ugh. then Morgan sneaks in a bunch of kids. And Topanga's yeah. reasoning was that, like, I thought about it. Like, that's literally what she said. Like, I went home and thought about it, <laughs> and now my whole perspective Girl. changed. Like, ma'am, you're yeah. the moodiest 16-year-old. Like, she is right there. She's right there in that neck of the woods yeah. where the wind yeah. blows, and she's probably crying, you know, like... But there's no reason why you had this knockout drag out fight over tacos. And now you're like, I went home and I just thought, and now I know that you were right. And that we're not having kids anytime soon. Silly me. What was I thinking for like those two days where I was (laughs) mad at you? Oh, oh no. But I mean, in her mind, it was justified. So I just don't know why. Ridiculous. (laughs) Also, I thought this was a setup. I thought Corey had like paid Morgan off. You know, it's kind of like, <laughs> let's pretend that, like, you know, like, that we're, like, you... It was very convenient. Yes, exactly. Like, right? oh, you heard the whole thing? And, like, wink, wink, you know. But it doesn't seem like it. It seemed like, you know, he had probably... He read something in his uh, So You Want to Be a Daddy book, and now he's uh, changed. Yeah, you gotta... You gotta read. Read on the law. <laughs> and that book was definitely too basic for Morgan. She, he was reading her, like, a two-year-old book. the right. same thing. I was like, 
this girl's like 10 years old and you're reading her like a picture book. Like, give her some freaking. You know what I saw on vacation? <laughs> Junie B. Jones. You know how obsessed oh. I was with Junie fucking B. Jones? That's an icon. Shit. I was reading that book when I was way above that reading level. I would get a book, read it in like 30 minutes and be done and be like, that was an excellent Junie B. Jones book. My cousin had like Amelia Bedelia or something like that. Oh, I loved Amelia Bedelia. I was Bedelia. like, I was like, this bitch is yes. crazy. I used to read the. I was like, wow, girls got the craziest. Uh, Amelia books. Bedelia really be crazy, right? <laughs> she wa- she wild. I used to. She I was like, out over there. I was like, girls got the craziest book. Like I was reading Goosebumps. Man, Amelia Bedelia is where the action's at. Like the bear, the bear's bears have nothing on like- it. <laughs> I read Goosebumps when I wanted to be like cool and edgy. Like, are you afraid mm. of the dark? Like, no, but secretly I really was. Like, yeah, I would like, do I'm the, not like, really reading leap this. onto the bed because <laughs> <Yeah>. I couldn't. <laughs> like, I'm not really reading this. I'm just pretending that I'm reading this. Yes, I never actually finished the book. And then I jump on the bed so the monsters can't grab my ankles and drag right. me under. It's ac- it's accurate. <laughs> now, do you sleep with the door closed or open? The closet um, door. Well, as an oh, as a child closed. Yeah, you no, gotta no, close no. the door. You don't, leave those, you don't leave those closet doors open. That's how the monsters see, get out. I'm the opposite. I'm paranoid. I need I need to see everything. The door you needs to be wide all. open, so I so I'll know when his ass is coming out the closet, so I can get out the way. That's yeah. what I, I can't. You and can't as just, a kid, you like you did the thing where you check behind the shower curtain for EP just for murderers. You know. No, I didn't case. do that. <laughs> <laughs> no? Nah, not for murderers. Like. <laughs> gotta look out for the murderers check the toilet for snakes check the shower for murderers check the toilet for snakes <laughs> <laughs> you hear the thing once and that's all you need yeah, to yeah that's all it takes in one and time you avoid, this is this is the nighttime routine when i'm a child avoid the mirror because um, of bloody mary check yeah. the shower for murderers check the toilet for snakes that's to a routine Sarah, you don't, you don't, you can't relate to this? I don't think Jews believe in monsters. (laughs) You do not have to worry about your funny bone at all. That is hilarious. (laughs) That in the Torah. Like, then, oh my gosh. At like, at literally six years old, you're told Santa's not real and all these Christian kids are a bunch of morons. So from then on, you're, you're like, like yeah, everything is fake. Like, you're like, the tooth fairy? Lies, manipulation, Easter lies, bunny, fake. no Easter bunny. Like, monsters aren't real. The boogeyman's not going to get me. He's not real yeah, either. I have tears they're in like, my eyes. Oh they're my like, God. please just take an accounting class and stop paying attention to any of this nonsense. Oh my God, that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, like, it's against our religion. I don't believe in that oh, shit. I can't. I, can't. Like, I do not believe so, in that shit. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so oh. now uh, we're back at the the outpost and Eric is at work and um, they switch to the radio and they're like, oh, like the that like girl Karina Collins has a new song out. And it's like um, a fuzzy wuzzy love song. It's a happy song. And the DJ like takes the song off and she's like, up, oh, she's over. And Eric gets the last laugh. Yeah. The song is How called about that? Fuzzy Wuzzy Wuv. Okay. Fuzzy oh, Wuzzy oh. Wuv. With the W. I can't right. with the Wuv. And I wrote the lyrics down to just show you what this woman is talking about. She said, at a little house <laughs> down from the dandelion puddle is a cute, sweet boy. I sure want to cuddle. What the hell is a dandelion puddle? 
What is that? Dandelions in it. <laughs> Why is it like oh the dandy over there by the dandelion puddle? Like over or there. Maybe it's just a grouping of dandelions. It's called a dandelion puddle. <laughs> she made that up. She legit made that up. Like uh. like a group of uh of like uh, what is it? A group of crows is called a murder. A group of dandelions is called <laughs> yeah. a puddle. It's called a puddle. <laughs> that's, that's like the cutest word, right? A puddle. It's a, a pu- like it's a, it's a cute sweet boy. I sure want to cuddle. Like ma'am. You just forced puddle in there so you could say cuddle. Stop it. No wonder she gets canceled instantly. Yep. She's over with. That's it. This song is still about Eric, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know no? if he lives at the house by the dandelion puddle. We've never heard of dandelion puddles being by his house. I mean, it's probably near Chubby's. That's where they get all those fucking dandelions from. <laughs> out the puddle? <laughs> Go out back and reach in that Go puddle and get us some more table settings. Exactly. We need, to, we need a centerpiece for table number three. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, in highways, there's always like these random patches of grass. Like, in, like on the, the side middle. Of the yeah. That's where they are. Yeah. That's where the Chubby's is. It's on the highway. And they have to like run off. You know what? And get the puddles. You know what else is a white people shit? Taking pictures in flowers on the side of the road. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I be driving. I'm like, because in Texas we have blue bonnets, and like, and once once those flowers start to like sprout, you're just driving down the road, minding your business, and you see like this like family of wasps just in the grass. Like, man, get out of those weeds. <laughs> like, they're, like, <laughs> they're like, excuse me, we have to get our baby announcement oh pictures taken. Like, yeah. you're driving full speed down the freeway, and then somebody just turns their flashers on. You're like, oh, is there a problem? problem and they just all hop out and just oh, like flowers. lay in the grass i'm like what is happening <laughs> i hope you know what i hope i hope that secretly there's like a hornet's nest in the ground <laughs> and they all get fucking stunned it just take one that. time just take one time Wrong to sting somebody you. i'm like that's grass get up <laughs> <laughs> just put so some red ants there they'll never do it again yeah it was true oh, oh my gosh so funny gosh this is an amazing episode. I love I this love episode. It. I love the songs in it. There's like three decent songs in this one. And yes. like decent by means like earworms and they get stuck in your head for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a Panga storylines, obviously nonsense, but like, it's still fun to talk about the Friday night lineup. Like it's still a fun, uh, fun other storyline. Are um, earworms a result of too many wet willies? <laughs> 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 All I can picture when I think of earworms or like not earworms, wet willies is like getting like wax on your finger when you stick your finger. Like it's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Like that is by the way, um one person has got on our poll, one person got a wet willy and one person got a wedgie. Oh Oh. out of how many people? Two people have voted. Let me go boost and the poll. One of those people got, and none of the above was an option. Okay, I need to vote in this because I've never. Yeah, right. maybe you just need to retweet. Well, no, it I've gotten, I've gotten a wet willy though. So let's see. Okay, I'm retweeting it right now, and then I'm gonna vote because I have had a wet willy. I've never had a swirly. What if you've had multiple? Then what are you supposed to pick? Okay, they are, they only give you four options All on right. Twitter. The sass. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I didn't make the Twitter polls. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. You can only have four options in a Twitter well, now poll. We have I don't a know vote why. For Wet Willy, because I voted. Um, okay. But are we ready to get into the fashion of the hour? And this time, I will actually remember to share my screen so that you could see what the fuck I'm talking. About. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um. So, 
obviously for my first pick here for the Rachel Green Award, which is the most 90s outfit, we had to go with Corinna's OG look. She has this like drapey dress on with this hideous pattern on the sleeves and on the skirt. Um, She has this really ugly brown suede floppy hat with like these flowers pasted all (coughs) over it. Um, she's wearing like tons of like a necklace and like a bracelet and all of that. She has blue eyeshadow, like lightly dusted on her eyelids. Obviously the spermy eyebrows were a must. And my favorite part, which I only noticed upon my search for the fashion hour is that she's wearing black socks with like Birkenstocks, like girl, <laughs> what are you doing with your it's, life? That's like an ironic favorite part, right? Oh, I mean like favorite in that it's so awful to look at. Yeah. So, like, obviously, the 90s had a 70s resurgence. So, <laughs> this is what we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it's, it's a mess, this outfit, but she's a mess. Yeah. And we so. love her for being a mess. I did, mm-hmm. I did notice the, also the, uh, the rainbow, uh, guitar strap that she has because, yes. um, this is, uh, Leisha Haley. And some people might know her from the L word. Um, yes. and so, yeah, what? she, she once dated uh, Daddy, uh, Katie Lang for a while. So I think this is her giving a shout out to her actual, you know, Amazing. like identity. Yeah. yeah I, I appreciate that. that for her. Yeah. Cause I'm like, if she, she's, she's acting, but she still gets to bring a little bit of herself to that. I think if, if that's uh, what she was going for. Amazing. Um, next up, I picked Topanga's babysitting slash school outfit. She's wearing like a plaid mini skirt with a bright orange um, kind of, cropped tied in the front long sleeve shirt um and she has like some white sneakers with it and then when she goes to babysit she's like i need to look professional so i'm gonna put two barrettes in my hair and it's gonna look great <laughs> the the barrettes is what really takes it over like that's really where you was like oh she met she she was doing it to him with that one because that yeah. is like the most like 90s middle school outfit yeah. <laughs> like she put the barrettes in and was like i'm here for business it's time yes. <laughs> I don't understand the two giant barrette thing. And they want to bring that back too. It's like Gen Z, stop it. Yeah, stop it with this nonsense. Stop it. Um it, I mean this outfit's adorable. Uh but, but it's like, you know, I I don't expect anything less from Topanga. Yeah. Like I love the big chunky white sneakers. Um I lo- I mean, she's professional, but also she has to crop her button-down shirt to make it really tight. Yeah to babysit the 10 year old boy um look um but i think it's a cute look uh and lastly we have morgan in her singing outfit her loser freak outfit um she is wearing a i don't even know i think this is a dress it's very confusing outfit to be honest it looks like a denim corset Yeah, it's like a, there's like red long sleeves on the top. Then there's a denim corset, and then it attaches to like a picnic blanket at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, like red plaid color. She has these white socks on. But honestly, the main reason I chose it was for the like weird boom boxy like cassette tape situation <laughs> that is happening. The yes. earphones are like red and yellow, big McDonald's vibes. Uh, Chappelle, what do you think of this? Album? I mean, this, this is what uh, a child was probably wearing back then so very 90s but the the the, the headset the, the you know the that's what really takes it to the yeah. next level like that's what sets it apart honestly yeah she is um really feeling it with her like pre-beats beats um <laughs> I, I i i like i like it. it's clearly a dress with the picnic 
but a, a long sleeve dress with uh yeah. overalls yeah. like what is this denim part yeah <laughs> yeah the denim part is like something that she got at the run fair uh we got like the ankle the white ankle socks like i mean yeah. i i i i like it she has this like little turquoise watch like she's got accessories and she has barrettes too yeah but they're yeah. not um, as big as topanga's barrettes only and only one she says hey i don't need two barrettes yeah. right my my headphones will hold my hair back bitch <laughs> yes <laughs> Do you so think who they is have... getting the Rachel Green Award? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Chabelle. No, I was gonna say, do you think they made Topanga like tie up her 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 top like that because you know, like I know y'all asked Tommy the other day if this was like his sexual awakening was when Topanga had her haircut. Like, are they trying to like make her like the hot girl now for the for, for the remainder? Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Because I'm like, why is she babysitting like that? Like you're like you're like, oh no, my boyfriend's not dangerous, and neither am I. Let me tie my shirt up and show off my midriff a little bit. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah, so I think Topanga wins, but I did think that was a choice. <laughs> we'll give it to Topanga because she's so saucy. Yeah, it's a good look. It's a, it's a, it's an extra look. But then she's like, "But I'm the authoritative yeah, figure. I'm right. and very I'm strict babysitter." <laughs> um, next up, we have the Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness for the most timeless outfit. First up, I chose Eric in his date with Corinna outfit. He's wearing kind of like a hunter green, um, Henley type of thing with three buttons. He's like a white shirt underneath. Uh, his hair is like nice and flouncy and floopy, like it always is. We have some light denim jeans and what look to be like, I don't know, black shoes, brown shoes. Hard to tell, but it doesn't really matter all that much. It's not as it's better than the broken stocks, so Yeah. He ain't doing much with think? this one. I mean yeah. It's fine. It's Eric's basic. Not, he not pulling no weight. It's an okay the color I think the best thing about it is the color. I like that color green. That's the that's my takeaway. Yeah, Today. they were leaning into the fall colors on this one, though. Like, you know, like they got like the that dark green and then Topanga's wearing like the orange. Like, like OK, we kind of know around what time this was. I think Morgan's mm-hmm. like got like a little burgundy situation going on. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, I have Corey's outfit. He's wearing like a navy um, kind of similar like a Henley, but has a collar. He has his light denim jeans and like a navy backpack that I thought looked kind of like Jansporty and I was like okay well that is definitely like a timeless backpack a Jansport backpack is timeless yeah what I'm seeing is that this is a bad time for fashion for men okay like this just like <laughs> nothing I'm not moved I am not moved yeah once again Corey looks like he's selling protractors <laughs> like on the side of the road <laughs> like, what are you doing but Chappelle my question is, what do you think about Corey's hair this season? I mean, I do like. I, I, I'm I'm probably with Jess. I do like the 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 Sienna, like the light. Like I do kind of like it. Oh yeah, that's me. That's oh no, that was I you. Like that. Oh okay, I'm cool. Not big yeah. on the light. I think it's too yeah. much. It looks like he like sprayed that like lemon spray in his hair and went out in the sun. No, no, nah, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. it a little... I like it a little longer too. Yeah, it doesn't. It looks like you put your fingers through. Yeah, it. the bigger it... his hair gets, the more I'm like invested in Corey. Me too. Uh, And lastly, for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness, we had to do Corinna here. Because what is more timeless than an all-black outfit? A baddie. Sarah, I know you love a turtleneck. Um, I do. The only thing is, is like her, if you just ignore the eye makeup, that's blue eyeshadow again. And like this hair, I mean, if you didn't have it so crunchy, like it could be timeless. Um, But what do we think of this outfit? I think she cooked it. I like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, 100%. I, I mean, for me, it's like if if I can dress where I can pretend like nobody can see me, like the only <laughs> thing that I would do differently to this outfit is I would put on like black, huge sunglasses and then I would be like, no one can see me. No one knows I'm here. I can cry behind my sunglasses and I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my goal in life is to cry in public. <laughs> behind your glasses behind goal. my sunglasses so uh, yes. and this outfit would let me achieve that so who is your who's your winner for the poll yeah, karina karina yeah yeah i got yeah i'm i agree with you on that one i think she just it's a good outfit i like like you said the hair is kind of throwing it off and also the, we're just gonna ignore the makeup altogether um, yeah, you gotta ignore the makeup. It's not fair to judge by the makeup because I wonder if she had to do her own makeup in this episode. Yeah, mm. so she's one beret away from like, and y'all haven't got there yet. But there's a there's an episode later on in the season where Eric is wearing this exact same outfit. It's like wearing a turtleneck. It's in season six. We'll talk about it one day, I'm sure. Um, but he's wearing like a turtleneck, and he's I think it's like a Truman Show uh, parody, and he's wearing mm-hmm. this exact same outfit, but he has a beret on. All she needs is the beret, and it would just be the same exact fit. So maybe it is timeless. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but I remember uh, that so- episode vividly as well. <laughs> So congratulations to Topanga and Corinna for being our Fashion Hour winners this week. This was so much fun. Chappelle, it's always fun having you on. It's always a blast. We always get into like wildly off track in the best of ways. <laughs> yes, I, I totally missed y'all. I missed y'all so much. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to come back. The problem is that I know exactly which specific episodes that I like. And a lot of times they're just spaced out. So like that Eric episode that I talk about, I think that's in season six. Call me. Um, but yeah, like I, anytime y'all want to talk about the 90s or this show i'm always down it's always a pleasure to to hang out with y'all Chappelle, what do you have coming up what's going on in your life we know you have need to get a calendar for all of your podcasting so yes, go ahead and yes, do your yes, plugs yes, yes. i do have a lot of plugs so never have i ever season two episode two we just uh recorded that and i think we will be reaching out to sarah soon about Ooh. coming on the podcast on silent podcast to talk about an episode in season two so sasha joseph and i are covering that every week um and so we're just trying to get through these last few episodes of season two and then we'll take a break and come back for season three hopefully uh also, yeah i love the show i can't wait to talk about it with sarah so we're gonna get her scheduled very quickly um also on post show recaps i'm talking about fear the walking dead the walking dead and the walking dead world beyond uh oh every God. week <laughs> um, two episodes oh a week at the same exact time uh they just never end and so it's me aj mash jessica lee and sometimes josh wiggler uh all covering that um it's it's a journey. It is definitely a journey. Um, I still also, believe that show is still on. I know people say that about Survivor, but like, why do you not just end The Walking Dead? Just end it. Be they done. Will never, I will never know peace. I will never know peace as long as the show is on the air. And so, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's fine. I'm not complaining. And then, well, I am, but still, I'm, I'm still coming. I'm still showing up to work. Um, also, we just started nothing but Netflix, you guys, on Rob Has a Podcast. Yay. It was it was a great time. And so we've covered a few shows. I think most recently we covered the Great British Baking Show or Great British Bake Off, depending on where you live. And so it was a blast. Uh, we talked about it with Kirk Clark and uh, Haley Strong. 
And they took us through what, what all this stuff meant. And I knew nothing, you know, still know nothing. Can't have a soggy bottom. That's can't what have I know. a soggy bottom. Can't be too mm. stogy or whatever it's called. I don't know. Stodgy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Stodgy. Um, yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, so that was a good time too. So subscribe to nothing but Netflix podcast feed uh, and check out what we'll be talking about next. I think it's going to be you, the Netflix show you. Um, yes. So that will be a good time. And finally, this weekend, I have to expect the unexpected. I will be joining an online reality game um, to benefit a woman named Molly who is going through her cancer treatments. And so we're going to raise money for Molly. It's Team Molly, and it starts on October 23rd at 9 Central. And we're going to play all day, and hopefully I'm not going to embarrass myself, but I hope to bring in some money for Molly. So if you're listening to this, you want to check that out, I'll be tweeting out the link. The, to the to the stream you could donate you could pass it on to whomever but we're just trying to do something for uh maggie morgan's good friend and you know um i'm just blessed that they invited me so that's all Amazing. i got going on i think fun oh i lied <laughs> i gotta do another <laughs> podcast i'm sorry i was like that's all i got going on i lied yeah so also i will be talking about the show midnight mass on the crossing streams Ooh. podcast uh, yes, Craig Elston has invited me on the Crossing stre- Streams to talk about Midnight Mass the entire season. And so that will be coming out soon as well. And I will tweet that out uh, from my personal Twitter account at Chappelle's underscore show, um, where if you follow me, you'll see all the things that I'm constantly tweeting out. And most of them are podcast links. I think that's amazing. It. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yes. I got tired just I mean, listening to the all busiest, that. The busiest man in podcasting, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Busiest yeah. man in the business. Yeah, Thanks. we love that for you. I'm, I, I am loving nothing but Netflix. Yes. It's so good. We have so good. Yeah, we have to I need do to finish. Um, I need to finish mm-hmm. Squid Game so I can, um, so I can listen to that podcast because I'm almost done. I need to finish yeah. it first. It was a good time, but we definitely need to have the shit ninety shows crew as yes. a, a crossover like we did for the RHAP Rewind. Blend it, blend it, love yes. it. Love it, yes. <laughs> but it's still in our vernacular. <laughs> yeah, I know we still say it. We can't let it go. It's necessary. So yeah, so we're going to have so to do a, a, another another crossover event. I'm very excited to. to do that. Nothing so would fun. make me happier. Oh, thanks, y'all. Um, so uh, just to give an update with our poll, now we have 14 votes, so the Ooh. power of you two, really. Yeah. Um, 50% of the people got a wet willy, 7.1 has gotten a wedgie, 0% has gotten a swirly, and uh, 42.9 have said none of the above. So wet willies are a regular occurrence. See, I think that makes Swirlies sense, though. Yeah, but we were all right. Swirlies, Swirlies don't exist. That's just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No one's ever had that. We're right. Had we're that, all I'm right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, upcoming for us next week, we'll be covering season four episodes uh, six, six and, and seven. seven. Yeah. Um, Janitor Dad and Singled Out, and we will have some very fun guests. We are inviting Elizabeth and Nicole from the You're Not Wrong podcast on to talk about Boy Meets World. Um, I love their podcast it's really fun it's they're a millennial and a gen xer you know the ones that like nobody ever talks about the gen xers um and they come and they argue about like 90s trends and internet culture and all that fun stuff we need to do bones no bones 
So I'm. We'll see if Elizabeth knows about the bones and the no bones. I'm just mm-hmm. learning about it. It's a. It's a whole thing. I so, can't believe see, I knew about it before you did. I don't even follow I, TikTok, but I, Will showed me. I, and I, I misunderstood what bones and no bones meant. He, noodles is the. We best. can get into that next week, but yeah, very excited to welcome um, the You're Not Wrong podcast on. Of course, we have our regular Dawson's Creek content um, for October. We've been doing some spooky content we came out with halloween town 2 calabar's revenge um such a good time (laughs) this saturday we are recording with the great sarah carradine for interview with a vampire so keep your eyes open for that i've never seen that movie i haven't either what have you seen that movie yeah i'm excited so we'll see we will see how we feel about that um we can talk about vampires in general i jessica and i've never talked about vampires yeah i think it's time i didn't know we were supposed to no i don't know like your opinion on vampires it's it's a hallmark of friendships like you have to sit down and have like the vampire (laughs) conversation yeah Yeah. Yeah. also yeah and and rice doesn't know what she's doing so like interview with a vampire (laughs) is good is a good movie despite Anne Rice in her poor writing, you know. <laughs> oh, great. That's me Perfect. and my snobby English degree just jumping out. <laughs> Love that. Love it. Anne Rice doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> Vampires, okay, maybe we'll figure that one out. Are you pro vampire, Chappelle? I, I, no, 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 no. I thought I was, but no, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, I think you are supposed to be pro vampire, but I think I'm in the minority on that one. Yeah. We're ops with vampires. Yeah, so. I think so. So aside from that, um, for me personally, um, I just the, uh, the One Bad Water podcast just released their newest podcast uh, the day that we're recording this, and um, and it was or yesterday whatever who cares it was the coconut water uh, podcast where we determined what the best coconut water is and that was super fun so check that out at Wombat Water and um, you can catch me at Sarah Ferguson and um, you know comment like subscribe whatever like YouTube at shit on his pod on Twitter and Instagram hit the bell um, for notifications <laughs> your bell for notifications uh, Jess what, what are you up to uh, as always you can find me over at community building on PSR that's post show recaps uh, we took a little break from my vacation but we're back uh, next week so go listen to that I am also going to be on the succession podcast season three is coming out now um, on HBO so go watch that show and go listen to me Josh and Grace break it all down for you that's also at post show recaps so yeah that's where you and you can find me at the just sterling on twitter and all that stuff okay listen before we go i have to plant my flag on my next episode when i come back I oh wanna, okay yes. i want to call dibs on an episode okay call dibs wanna, live on the air yes so riley <laughs> can hear me um I we have I have to be the one to come on and talk about Linda Cardellini as Lauren in the cabin episode. Can ooh, I please ooh, spicy okay, season five? Yeah. Count me in for Heartbreak Corey. I believe it's called. I want in spicy. I want I in. Love that one. I need parts of that. That is for me. Yes, <laughs> it's in his That's... new writer. He's detailed it out. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad I got. We'll be in touch. Yes, thank you. I Our people to... will call your people. I just need to make sure it was known because I'll look up and be like, oh, Tommy again. You know, like, <laughs> who keeps inviting Will to the podcast? You know, like so. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I 
love it. So yes, you will next hear Chappelle season five, the episode with Linda Cardellini and yes. all of the shenanigans that ensue. Can't Thank wait. you so much for coming on, Chappelle. It's always a joy to have you on. We always have so much fun. Um, I'm glad I got to try the Snoop Dogg wine. Yes. I finished the bottle. <laughs> just like, I huh? didn't listen. I gave Will a full glass. She keeps saying so that, it's not but just that is not me. The truth. <laughs> he will yeah, support me. I don't know about me. that. And it was like it was like up to it was like three quarters full. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. say. Okay. And he said it tasted like church wine. So I don't know what that means, but apparently church that's what it tastes like. The audacity. No, I feel like church wine probably just tastes like juice, no? Like juice. So yeah, that's probably good. That's that'll get you yeah. messed up. I thought it was good. It was rose. I'm I'm a fan of rose. Okay. So. Um, but thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Shit 90 shows taught me.